Welcome to Beyond Grit, the podcast that seeks to create and foster a community of people who want to learn, develop, and employ the 10 powerful practices to gain a high-performance edge. Whether you're an athlete, a parent, a coach, or just someone looking to improve yourself, the Beyond Grit podcast shows you step-by-step how to reach your peak potential. The Beyond Grit podcast is based on the book Beyond Grit, written by Sandra Kampoff, PhD, founder, and CEO of Mentally Strong Consulting, and a professor at Minnesota State University, Mankato. Sindra, a keynote speaker and entrepreneur, is also a certified mental performance coach for professional athletes, executives, and championship teams from around the nation, including the NFL's Minnesota Vikings. Sindra's co-host is Tim McNiff, Emmy Award-winning news and sports journalist, strategic communications consultant, and storyteller for the National Sports Center. This is the Beyond Grit Podcast. Welcome to the Beyond Grit Podcast, episode 31. I'm Tim McNiff, alongside PhD Sooner Kampoff, certified mental performance coach, keynote speaker, esteemed professor at Minnesota State University of Mankato, and founder and CEO of Mentally Strong Consulting, which provides keynotes and trainings to business and sports teams seeking to help you, your staff, and your athletes gain the high performance edge. You can contact Sindra via email at Sindra at SindraCampoff.com. And we are coming to you live with episode 31. And as we are doing this, we are still in the midst of a pandemic, Dr. Kampoff. And and now we're in the wake of uh, of violence that's happening in in Minneapolis. Uh, You know, I'm in suburban Minneapolis, you're down in Mankato. And we are both uh, looking at each other going, are we still in Minnesota? It doesn't feel like it right now, <laughs> particularly the way that we're as Minnesotans um, in the national news and people are reaching out to me saying, are, are you safe, Sindra? You know, and so it is. Um, wow. I, I'm not really sure what to say about it. You know, when you take a, a step back and what's happened the last several days. I, I know. And uh, you and I were talking before we went on for just a couple minutes about this whole thing. And um you know, boy, if we ever needed grit, you know, and, and, and you know, what that looks like, uh, because, you know, the emotions are all over the board and um, hard to see a process, hard to see uh, a clear direction going forward. So I think everybody needs to, you know, take a breath. If we could just take a collective breath and, and try to use your grit to hold your maybe, I don't know about check your emotions, but at least funnel them in a positive direction and try to try to chart a better path going forward. Yeah, I don't think that the conflict is really helping. So, um, but I also know I'm coming from my own privileged perspective as I say that, right? And I want to acknowledge that. Um, so, but I do think it's important right now during this pandemic and during this, this uncertainty is to be gritty. Like we need to stay passionate about what we're doing and persevere towards our goals. And there's so many things that are in our way. Um, And I think about the, even the business owners who the businesses have been impacted during this time of COVID-19 and now maybe their business is looted. You know, I feel for them and I think about how they really need to stay gritty. I I can't imagine. I mean, you've, you've had so many um, setbacks, you know, recently already. And now you get into the situation where, you know, maybe you, you got, the PPP program and you've got funding and you're like, okay, maybe I'm going to make it through this. And then this incident happens and then you wake up the next morning and to find that your business has been looted and burned to the ground. And I, I just, I, I can't imagine. So I, I don't ever think that, um, you know, 
I've always been such a fan of your work and what you're doing here and what we're trying to do with this podcast. But man, it's it's one of the things that people need collectively right now is is to the recognition. Uh, it's it's I, I, you know it's ironic really that we're in the sixth of your ten practices and that that practices own the moment. And yeah. now it's sort of like when you wrote it, I'm thinking you were probably not thinking of it in in this context. But in the context of where we are right now, we really need to own this moment, the good and the bad, and figure out how do we go forward together better. Together better. I like that philosophy and idea. Well, in the sixth practice, you wrote, the world's best stay present moment focused. That means right now. They recognize that they can't control the past or the future but they are empowered to reach their highest potential when they are engaged in the present moment. So here is to everyone out there in a decision-making position. I wish you own the moment. Um, And I won't make a shill for the book, but man, I wish they'd read the book. (laughs) We'd all be better off. All right. We are in chapter 31, episode 31. We are going to look back at chapter 30 before we move forward. And chapter 30 was about taking it one play at a time, and you gave us homework, and you said to practice taking it one play at a time, and to choose a phrase to get us back to the moment. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Absolutely. So the phrase might be this moment, or next play if you're in sports, or maybe focus, or you might use the word or the phrase win, like what's important now. But the key is, is being in the present is all about awareness first and a choice second. So meaning what that means is like, knowing where your mind is, and then a choice is to gently bring it back to the present moment. And right now we can live in so much fear and anxiety about what's going to happen in the future, but the present is all that we can control. And we're um, empowered to reach our best in the present. We're the happiest and we perform our best in the present moment. So maybe when you're in the middle of an overwhelming situation, like we really seem to be, maybe you could just ask yourself as you're trying to evaluate, is this better? Or, or what does better look like? Mm. Is that, am I heading in the right direction? Sure, absolutely. I think particularly right now, it's like we talked about fear and anxiety, even pressure, which we're going to talk about today, is a future-based emotion and how we can just live so much in the future. But we also talked about one point in a different episode, how the world's best spend about 95% of their time in the present moment. Like they and, and I just use that as like a guideline that we want to spend more time in the present than in the past or the future. Um, and that's, I think, why this topic is so important. Yeah. And I think uh, a lot of people don't want to look at the past and a lot of people are demanding, yes, you have to look at the past. And, and you know, so I just think that that whole, that whole point of being right there, being present and taking the good and the bad and saying, okay, how do we, how do we build on this and how do we go forward? Um, a lot of pressure in this uh, situation right now. And um, boy, you've got chapter 31 is seeing pressure as a privilege. And I'm, I'm not sure there's a lot of people right now who are in elected positions who are making the decisions who are probably looking at it as a privilege right now. But I think that's one of those things. I think if you run for office, you're always probably thinking about, you know, the grand things. But really, it's, it's moments like this. That's when we need the people who have run for office to really be worth their salt. Yes. And it might seem like a lot of pressure, but today what we're really talking about is how the world's best, best, they really see privilege and pressure differently. They see it as a privilege. So they don't shrink in the pressure, but they 
They own it. They use it. You use it as an example. Um, uh, findings from a book called Performing Under Pressure, The Science of Doing Your Best When It Matters Most. And you say that there's three factors that explain why we underperform under pressure. And I got to admit, as I was reading that and looking at those factors, all I kept imagining in my mind was Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Isn't that true? Um, and so this book, Performing Under Pressure, it's by Henry Weisinger and J.P. Uh, Pauling Fry. I had Henry Weisinger on my podcast, The High Performance Mindset, about a year ago. It was a really fun conversation. We talked all about pressure. And what I like about in this book is they talk about how high achievers use natural tools inside of themselves to perform during moments of high pressure. So, the, so the, I think what's empowering about that is like, hey, I already have the natural tools inside of me to be able to handle anything that comes my way. And these natural tools can really counteract pressure and the negative effect of pressure. And so the three factors that they explain on like why we underperform under pressure is like when the outcome is really important to us. So it matters to us when it's uncertain, we're unsure what's going to happen. And when we feel responsible for, and like, we feel like that we're judged by the outcome. So I think that's helpful to know is okay. If um, staying in the present is all about awareness first and then a choice second, it's, important for us to be just understand when um, when we're feeling pressure and those are the three factors that might predict when we feel uh, pressure and then you say awareness is the first step in seeking pressure as a, a privilege you can't live your life without pressure the key is to manage your reaction to it and um, I think that awareness is 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 interesting we, we talked in our past episodes a little bit about that uh, the, the last dance in Michael Jordan yeah, how he kept sometimes even creating imaginary scenarios in his mind to make him angry. And, and, you know, I think that's one of those things when I would talk to people about speaking, I would say either you need to almost like make yourself laugh or you need to make yourself angry because if you're in the middle of it and you were just, then you sit there and you just worry, you think about it. So, and, you know, sometimes you get that anger, you know, the anxiety goes, it's replaced by something that's fuel. And that's what Michael Jordan would do and being aware of what he needs for that moment. But, awareness. Talk about how you would want people to seek awareness. Well, you can't live life without pressure. And in fact, that's really how we grow and how we learn. So the key is just to manage our reaction around that pressure. And so I think the key is, is to notice what our thoughts are, what are our emotions, because those ultimately determine how we experience the pressure. And, and many times, Tim, we can go to like, again, the future, like what if this doesn't go right or we can go to the worst case scenario instead of like what the opportunity is or how this, this can go great or what, what's the next great thing that can happen? And that's really what the world's best do is they're always looking for the opportunity and something great that can happen and, and, and uh, are able to be at their best in the moments of pressure. So in sports, it might be the game-winning field goal or the game-winning shot. Um, or it might be the state championship in track and field, right, or the Olympics. And so for us to be able to really thrive in whatever uh, business or job or sport that we're in, we, we have to be able to thrive under pressure, and awareness is the first step. And, you know, you say in there, you can't live your life without pressure. So you can't hide from it. You know, it's one of those things where you just have to say, okay, it's, it's a part of life. How am I going to do, deal with it best? 
And that, that I think is regardless of the circumstances, whether it's sports or whether it's, you know, dealing with a coworker or a work situation, you know, finding yourself in that situation, finding your best method. Yes. In the book, I talk about the idea of popping the pressure and the pop stands for three different things. P O P. So the first P is it's really pop. The pressure is really about like how to handle the pressure and how to see it as a privilege. So the first P is to take some power breaths. And we've talked in previous episodes that you might even count with those power breaths, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, as you're in and then hold for a couple and breathe out for six seconds, but take some, take some power breaths to really bring your attention back to the present and then ask yourself, what's the opportunity? So the O is about the opportunity. What's the opportunity here? Well, guess what? It's an opportunity for you to shine or an opportunity for you to be your best in this moment. And then the last one is to stay focused on the process. And we've talked about how the process is really like the small steps that you need to do and you need to accomplish to reach your, your bigger goal. And so we can easily think about the outcome, like the outcome if we win or if we score. But instead, just focus on the small things you have to do in that moment to be your best. And that will help you kind of shrink that pressure. And, and I think this is a process. I mean, you're giving us a process on how to do it right here. Take the power of rest, consider the opportunity, and then, you know, create the process. And um, opportunity, too, is one of those words to me that's just way underrated. Because it just, you know, if you look at it as, you know, there's potential there. If you're, I'm one of those glasses half full people. I just am like, well, you know what? There's got to be something more that, that I can find out of this. So, um, and then I wrote down here, remember the pressure principle. What is the pressure principle? So it goes like this. Pressure is a privilege. Pressure allows me to get better. Pressure is an honor. Pressure leads me to greatness. And I have earned the right to feel pressure. So the last part really means like you wouldn't be in the situation if you couldn't handle it. And just like how we're, we really move up to these opportunities that provide pressure and just reminding yourself like you wouldn't be in the situation if you weren't prepared, if you didn't have the skills and the ability and the talent to be able to handle anything that comes your way and to have the natural tools inside of your body uh, to be able to handle, handle whatever's happening. And if you're living a life without pressure, are you really living? Ah, I don't think you're really going after your true potential. You're not really choosing courage over comfort. And it's like, it just feels comfortable instead of courageous. But when we really know people thrive when they experience courage every day. That is for sure. All right. Um, homework for this week. Homework this week is uh, first to notice when you feel pressure and use the pop principle. So that would be power breath, seeing the opportunity, and then focusing on the process. And then a second level of the homework is if, if, if you feel pressure a lot, then I would encourage you to post the pressure principle somewhere that you can see it regularly, maybe on your mirror or somewhere, you know, that you see often like a daily planner or a computer and, uh, and remind yourself that pressure is a privilege. There might be some people right now who are listening, Tim, who like their business has really shifted. And I think people in sales or, um, um, uh, people who really need to meet with others and connect with others might be feeling a lot of pressure right now because it's, it's difficult to reach people. So this pressure principle can really help you just embrace it and remember that you have, the, you have earned the right to feel pressure. 
that, that I think implies too, that you've already had some level of success too. I mean, mm. if you put yourself in that situation, I don't think people sometimes they get to a certain point and forget, well, how did, you know, how did I get here? Well, you got here, you can do it. All right, our high performance power phrase for this week. I see pressure as a privilege. I have earned the right to feel pressure and pressure leads me to greatness. I want people to know how good you are because if you were looking at the, the outline I put today, I forgot to put in the new um, high performance power phrase. So you had to, you had either know that or you had I to, just had to put it up, up in my mind. I did not put in the current power phrase. That's the first time I think I've done that one to you. So well played, doctor. Locked in. It helps to have written the book, doesn't it? <laughs> it does help a little. <laughs> and, and living it, yeah. Uh, how about a gritty person or people of the week? I am going to call out and just give some love and some grit um, and some gritty energy to the leaders in our state and the business owners in our state and um, just uh, giving them some prayers so that they make some good decisions and uh, really help move this situation forward instead of like allow it to stay stagnant or what it is right now. You know, yeah, you've, you've covered a lot in in this situation. So what I'll do is I will go back and say, you know, to the people who are beginning maybe month three on the front lines of the pandemic and they're still washing their PPE or, you know, isolating from their kids or whatever it is that they're doing because they're on the front line. I can't imagine what you're going through. And, and so please stay gritty, please take care of yourselves and please know how much we appreciate everything that the first responders and the people on the front line of this medical situation as we appear to be kind of going into the second phase of this COVID-19. You are incredibly gritty and we are honored by what you do. Uh, things to put on the grit board? Pressure is a privilege. That's it, pressure is a privilege and you've earned that privilege. All right, we want to thank you for joining us. The Beyond Grit podcast seeks to help you reach your peak potential. We'd invite you to check out this and the other great content on the NSC blog page, which is Beyond the Bench, where you can leave your questions and your comments. You can also find the Beyond Grit podcast on Spotify and an Apple podcast, where we encourage you to rate and review us so we can reach and help empower more people with the brilliant content of one Dr. Sindra Kampoff. Uh, Dr. Kampoff, uh, I can't thank you enough for the opportunity to write Shotgun on this thing. Um, your work is so important. And um, the other podcast, uh, you did like four or six or ten of them today uh, before this one. Uh, but your other podcast is, and where can people find it? Oh, people can head over to wherever you're listening and search for High Performance Mindset. We have 340 episodes, Tim. So we have had this thing since 2015. Um, incredible podcast where we talk all about mindset and interview some of thought, the world's best thought leaders on mindset. So we'd love for you to come over and listen. And, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. We're grateful that you're here and that you're joining us every week. There she is for Dr. Kampoff. I'm Tim McNiff. I want to thank you for joining us. And until next time, stay gritty, everybody. Thank you for engaging with the Beyond Grit podcast, where we help you reach your peak potential. You can find past episodes and other great content on the NSC blog page, Beyond the Bench, where you can also post your questions and comments. The Beyond Grit podcast is a production of the National Sports Center and Beyond the Bench.